and welcome to State of Mind, the Sea Press podcast with me, Grace Kingswell. This podcast series is an exploration into the lives of our guests, what drives them, how they've got to where they are now, and how they balance their work lives to maintain their state of mind. Today, I am talking to the lovely Caroline Deisler. Caroline is an ex-model turned Instagrammer, and she's been a passionate vegan for four years and was vegetarian before that. The reason I wanted to get Caroline on the podcast is because being a trainee nutritionist myself and a passionate foodie, I am fascinated by what people eat. By most people's standards, Caroline's lifestyle and her food choices are very extreme. Although the more and more she talks about it, the more normal it feels. As you'll hear in this episode, Caroline is basically a fruitarian, although she does deviate from her fruity faves at dinner time when she cooks a big veggie meal. I was keen to know how she sustains this type of lifestyle, not only for herself, but for those around her. How does it work alongside her non-vegan fiance or when she's traveling and socializing? These are all things we cover in this episode, along with some more less talked about wellness topics like colonic irrigation and cryotherapy. I really loved chatting to Caroline. She has such a calming personality and speaks with an honesty that I think is very insightful. Enough from me though, I hope you enjoy the episode. Sit back and relax because you're about to enter the Cypress state of mind. So we are here with Caroline Diesler. Am I saying that right? Deisler? Yeah, Deisler. Deisler. Yeah. Because she is German. <laughs> German. Um, German from Munich, but living in London. Yeah, living in London. However, traveling the world on a very regular basis, I yeah. feel like you are in 100 countries at once. You're always on, well, I don't know if it's holiday or if it's work, but. Yeah, I know it looks a bit like that. But um, so traveling has always been my big passion. And I'm actually so, so grateful that now I'm able to combine it with work. So. Yeah. Wherever I go, I also do work and um, yeah, so. So nice. That's like my dream job, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And when you say work, yeah. let's talk about what that is. And let's kind of, because you are, I mean, I know you've been studying as well. Yeah. And you have a degree. Is it business you have a degree yeah. in? You have a degree in business. So when I was living in New York, I um, got more and more into nutrition um, and wanted to learn more about how actually the food um, works in our body and stuff. So I studied nutrition while I was in New York. It was like an abroad program from Switzerland. Um, and then well, I moved to London and I knew I wanted to work in like the nutrition industry, like health and fitness, wellness industry. Um, and I kind of didn't know how to enter it. So I thought, let's go to university and get a business degree because it can't hurt. Um, that's why I decided then to to actually study and yeah, yeah study business but to combine basically both, both exactly sides. yeah but your kind of day-to-day work in inverted yeah. commas is that your social media and your online presence yeah. so I started my blog and Instagram after um a year in school here in London uh, and actually I mean I've I would have never thought it's going to turn into a full-time job so now I'm actually so happy because I'm done with school and I kind of have my own job and yeah. um yeah, I feel so like, great. Yeah. I'm very jealous. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's so fun. And I was always a person who wanted to do um, my own thing, basically. So it's just so fun to build your own brand and do what you feel like doing and not being like ruled by someone else. Yeah. Um, yeah. And can you tell us 
about that brand. It's I know it's called Caroline's Choice. Um, I know you're a very passionate vegan. I mean, yeah. I know a lot about you, but the listeners don't. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let's talk about it. Let's go back to the beginning. And yeah, how did you get to where you are now? Um, yeah. So, so I turned vegan um, four years ago, and then I thought. So I initially wanted to start a blog back then, but then I thought, okay, let's actually give it a try first. See if I'm I stay vegan. If I like this lifestyle, I didn't want to put any pressure on myself without having a good amount of time, you know, doing this lifestyle. So. Um, yeah, I gave it like two years, um, one and a half, two years. Um, and I really loved it. I felt so much better. And like also so many other aspects of my life changed in a better way that I really felt so passionate about sharing it with other people. And especially like lots of friends back then and people I knew um, that were still modeling or like having um, problems with like the relationship to food and stuff. Or like girls who were always being on diets, they like started to ask me questions and found really helpful. And I saw that there was a um, opportunity to inspire more people. So then I was thinking, okay, I have three months of summer break um, from uni, and maybe it's good to use that time to yeah to start my blog. Yeah, and Carolyn's Star is basically the name. I was just. Looking for names and writing down every possible name. And then I thought it's so perfect because it's like basically... What you're choosing to do. What I'm choosing to do. And I can use it later for anything I want to promote. Like if I want to have own product or do other things, it's yeah. always like my choice. Amazing. <laughs> so. And you mentioned modeling because you were yeah. modeling, weren't you, when you yeah. decided to go vegan? Exactly. What influence did that have over you, over your decision? So much. Like... I've always been into healthy eating from around like 17 on and I, I never counted calories or did any diets. I was just really always into like eating whole foods, fresh fruits and veggies. Like I started grocery shopping at 17 basically mm. when every day was my favorite part of the day going to this little fruit and veggie shop in Munich and get lots of fresh stuff and cook with my family and stuff. But then living in New York and being in this like really intense industry and there's so much pressure of being extremely skinny. Yeah. Yeah, I and felt to, like... to look a certain way and... It's, it's so sad. It's also like... Just like the energy is very, like, just not happy. And from my own personality, I didn't feel like I was aligned in all all this. Like, I, I loved the experience and the opportunity to travel and actually make my own money and live on my own. But, like, the relationship to food, and it was not enjoyable. And I really felt, like, depressed at some point and mm. wanted to change something. And this was, like, my... Yeah, this was so this actually you, saved me in so many ways. Yeah, but how did you decide yeah. that? Because you could have just decided to go vegetarian, or you could have just decided mm. to. Be I was vegetarian. Free. I was vegetarian, like just um, naturally for like so many years. I, I oh, mean, okay. I ate like meat and fish once in a while, but mainly my addiction was like, um, like cakes and cheese and things with like dairy. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you decided that it had to be kind of all or nothing. Yeah, I was, um, I, I got like, I wanted to learn more about nutrition that time. So I got more into like reading um, books like the China study and all that. And this really helped me to motivate myself to not look about it as often um, like diet point of view. That's how, you know, I like models and all people looked at it before. And then I was looking at it from a health perspective and thought like, okay, this is actually so good for me. So I had like a different kind of motivation um and yeah like one step led to the mm. other yeah so 
And now you're totally yeah. plant-based. Are you, yeah. you're not 100% raw vegan because I know no. you have your, <laughs> your boiled potatoes know, in the evening. Yeah. No, I feel like um, within like being vegan or plant-based, um, I don't want to put any more restrictions. Um, so why say I'm raw? Like, yeah. I mean, if I feel like it's having already enough, isn't it? Like it's a big life change. And yeah. And I, I, I want to put the focus on making it enjoyable and delicious and you know for it's not it's not doable for everyone to be raw like people live in cold climates and need something warm and filling and I feel really satisfied sometimes from cooked food so Mm. I wouldn't want to miss that yeah yeah so I'm desperate to know and I see quite a lot of it through your Instagram but can we talk about a normal day's eating for you I know. It's just gonna be. I know because you. I feel like though I share it all the time. You do share it a lot, but I just I can't get my head around the fact that I mean Caroline guys basically just eats fruit like (laughs) all day, and then in the evening you have some vegetables, and that's it. Um, Well, I really love plain food, but also I have to say, so you need like high quality ripe fruits to be able to do that. Because if I would have like unripe, you know, not so tasty fruits, I. I couldn't do it. So because it's not satisfying? It's not, or? Yeah, it's not satisfying. It's not tasty and it's not easy to digest. Like ripe fruit is really easy to digest. And unripe fruit makes you really bloated and the sugars aren't quite absorbable. So, um, yeah. You okay. Yeah, but, they always say raw bananas are like a... Oh my God, yeah. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Wait until they're like nice brown and spotty. Yeah. Okay, oh, breakfast. Tell okay. us. So I wake up, I have um I make like a detox water in the morning, which is with like lemon and yeah, ginger. I get so I get the uh, ginger and turmeric shots from Seapress. You're a big Seapress <laughs> fan. Yeah. It's one of the reasons I asked you to come on the podcast. <laughs> and I add them to my uh water as well as aloe vera juice mm-hmm. or like fresh aloe vera. And then I have this in the morning. I do a work. So then I feel like most productive and creative right in the morning when I wake up. So then I do like an hour, two hours of work. Mm-hmm. Then I go for a workout. Um, then I have like my brunch. So mm-hmm. it's like a late breakfast. So I do this. So I have like around 16 hours of fasting after dinner. Yeah, I was going to say you're, you're doing fasted cardio in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or fa- sorry, fasted exercise. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have a big fruit meal and usually a green smoothie or a green juice. Um, And I feel like it really helps if you have greens in the morning to satisfy like your cravings throughout the day Um, because you need to compensate the sugar a little bit. Um, That's why I drink lots of green juices and green smoothies. Um, So this would be, let's say, like two big honey melons, for example, like the piel de sapo. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Or... Maybe like four to six mangoes and a few... Sorry, four to six <laughs> mangoes. <laughs> that what? Is, that wouldn't be odd. <laughs> I don't um, think I could sit down and eat six mangoes in one sitting. Maybe if someone cut them up into nice small cubes and I didn't actually know how Okay, much. wait, I think yeah, you need some time to get used Just to it. Just a but... casual four to six mangoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, like usually... I, I, I eat like more fruits than I actually share on Instagram because I think I don't want to like, you know. Yeah. Just, I mean, I, sh- yeah. but If you're eating just fruit and vegetables, mm. I guess you Wait, know, then, to get so your calories, you need to have a that's huge a, Yeah. Amount. And I prefer, so I, I love to have a big, like two big meals during the day. So mm-hmm. like one big brunch. Um, and I have like even more than four or six mangoes, maybe like some gold kiwis or... 
um, what's in season right now? Paris Humans are coming season. Yes, so I'm excited good. about yeah. that. And then I'm usually pretty full. And then I keep on doing what I have to do during the day. If I get hungry in the afternoon, I have dates. And then dinner is more like a veggie meal. So big salads, um, avocado, um, tomatoes, cucumber, and usually like roasted pumpkin or potatoes or sweet potatoes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know there's going to be one question in the listener's mind at this point. Yeah, the protein. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Let's talk about it. The big P word. Yeah. Where are you getting yours from? Well, you, okay, so one And you're going to tell me say... potatoes. I know you're going to tell me potatoes. Okay, well, there's one thing with potatoes, which I was so actually like, yeah, I was so happy when I read that in my nutrition studies. Maybe that also led me to eating more potatoes. I don't know. Yeah. But what's like about protein is really important that all the amino acids, all the essential amino acids are um, given in the right ratio. So your body can absorb the full amount of protein. Yeah. Um, so let's say meat, for example, has like, I don't know how much percent protein, um, but you can't absorb the whole amount of protein. Yeah. And vegetables have like way less protein, but it's more absorbable. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I get all my proteins from plants. Um, I, I mean, I do eat nuts and stuff too. Yeah. Um, okay, maybe I forgot to include that. But like brazil nuts, uh, cashews, um, things like that. You were eating, um, and this is just making me out to be a serious stalker. Yeah. Um, I Last love, night. Yeah, I, <laughs> oh my God, it was so good. <laughs> I love stuffing dates with yeah. peanut butter, but you yeah. stuffed them with... Um, pistachio, pistachio butter. butter. Where oh can I it's buy that? So good. So I work with this company where I get my dates from. Yeah. And they have like all kinds of nut butters and all these like good things. And they have something new. It's like pistachio butter. Yeah. Pistachio butter. Does it tastes like pistachio ice cream at all. It's so <laughs> it's so good, really. Um, and it's a hundred percent pistachios. Um, and yeah, so I filled the dates with that, and then I freeze them for thirty minutes. Um, and sprinkled like toasted uh, almonds on top. Yeah, so good. So good. Yeah, really good. A date's your favorite thing in the world. Yeah, I you think eat so. a lot. Yeah. Why and why in particular because dates? I have such a big sweet tooth. Um, I was gonna say they're very they're very sugary. Yeah, and be, well, like before going vegan, my my addictions were always like cakes and sweet stuff. Um, and since eating dates, I like never crave any any like chocolates or sweets mm. and stuff. And yeah, for me, that's like, that was like a big game changer. Yeah. Because they're so delicious and you don't miss anything and you get your, I mean, the good sugar. Because, I mean, we all have sugar cravings. So yeah. if you get good sugar, you don't yeah. need like any other. Well, and by good sugar, you mean fruit yeah. sugar. Yeah. Because I was noticing on your Instagram, you have, you've kind of tackled, because I'm sure with a diet like yours, which... For want of a better word, I would call it extreme. Mm. It is quite extreme. Yeah. Um, you must get quite a backlash on Instagram sometimes about that. And I, I've noticed that you've put some pinned stories like specifically <laughs> yeah. targeting yeah. the questions that you get. And yeah. one of them is, let's talk about sugar. And the other one was um, like something to do with the iron, you know, where yeah. are you getting your iron from? I mean, how do you feel about the sugar thing? And, and you and I have... Uh, on other sides of the fence with this and we know this so it's fine yeah yeah because I'm very yeah anti yeah. sugar <laughs> um I mean I think it it I mean not we're all different in ways so I think everybody reacts different to certain foods yeah we might metabolize things differently yeah, yeah. 
Um, but my body like does really well with like all the fruit and like I crave it most of the time. So if I if I wouldn't crave it, I would listen to my body and have like a different yeah. type of diet. Like my mom, for example, she eats like almost plant based, but she's more like you. She eats more like um, healthy, more healthy fats yeah. and uh, less fruits and stuff. Um, Do you think you crave it because you eat so much of it? um no, I really genuinely enjoy it so much yeah like it's yeah it makes me so happy <laughs> I mean you only have to look what? at some of your pictures of you with like a massive <laughs> grin on your face holding a huge watermelon yeah and... like it's just oh so good um but I think it's good to find a balance like I wouldn't say only eat fruit or stuff so you definitely I think greens are so important like mm. you need your greens green juice green smoothies are so healthy um salads things like that but um yeah does your diet change between the seasons like does it vary what you're eating in summer as opposed to what you eat in winter because it's much cold like I know personally for me I love I love to eat loads of warming hot soups in the winter and yeah I'm I still eat my fruit in the winter Mm. but I always have a hot water bottle (laughs) on my stomach basically (laughs) because I get cold obviously from the fruit um so I um yeah I have like more soups um more like stews or I make um things like curries ratatouille or risotto um I actually tried lots of new recipes the last few days because um yeah I know I don't want to share this yet (laughs) oh is Caroline bringing out a book that's very exciting um Um, I wanted to ask you about your fiance because he's not vegan yeah he eats everything how does that work you guys don't cook or eat together yeah it works really well though like because we've been together for so long um and when we met, I wasn't vegan or anything. And he, it's funny, but he was actually one of the main supporters of me yeah. like, doing this and kind of like um, following my path and my passion. Um, and so he, we just really let each other be the way we want to be. So I let him eat whatever he wants to eat and he doesn't judge me either. Yeah. Um, but we don't cook together, no. He's, we are like, when we go out to eat, we go like to sushi places so we can both have yeah. something. Or I also don't mind to go for lunch with him and just have a tea and then I eat at home. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, we still like share lots of time together. But Yeah, because yeah. for me, food is such a big, I don't think I would ever not come home from work and like cook a meal and sit down with my partner and... I don't know. I, I as yeah. you say, it's so different for different people. We still love to sit together and eat. Yeah, like we would sit together at home um, and have dinner, but he would have something different. Yeah, but I'm so used to that. Like because do even you, yeah, do I started you, doing this when I was like already 17. I had different food. Than yeah, my you've family. been doing it for ages. <laughs> so you don't get um. Oh. That's what I was trying to say when I was like interjecting <laughs> just there. Sorry. Do you not get food envy? not at all like not I at know all. so the first half a year or so was quite difficult mm. and I was like always oh my god this looks so good I don't know if this is like really you know the right thing that I'm doing but I think it's only like at the beginning and then once your body like detoxed a lot and is more used to your diet like I don't crave it at all like more I'm I'm more craving like avocado toast or something I would never yeah. think like a piece of meat or fish or or pizza would appeal to me. Yeah. It's more like 
vegan, more like the ve- the unhealthy vegan food. That's like sometimes you're that thinking, you. yeah, like what kind of like vegan pizza or I mean like a bit big bread person. Yeah, you love sourdough. Coming from Germany. Uh, <laughs> do you ever um, feel like because you have such a presence on social media and you are aware that so many people are watching your stories? And I think, don't get me wrong, I think yeah. what you're doing is very inspiring. And I think there are lots of people out there that could really do with eating more vegetables and more plants. But are you ever concerned that because you do live quite an extreme form of, you know, lifestyle, but yeah. that works for you and you've, you've adapted yeah. to it and you've found a way to make it work? Yeah. Do you ever worry that there's people out there that might be influenced by what you're eating and think, oh, well, I'm just going to eat that too. And then perhaps aren't as clued up to where they can get their nutrients from and, and are kind of making bad choices in a way? Um, well, I think, though, um, so I always put a focus on telling people that, you know, they need to eat a big variety of food, fruits and veggies and mm. um, also healthy fats and I like a well, quite balanced diet. So I wouldn't like, I wouldn't tell people just to eat fruit. It seems yeah. maybe that way sometimes because I post a lot of fruit yeah. pictures. Um, but I think everyone needs to make their own choices too. So yeah. I would never say, okay, eat exactly what I eat and you're going to um, feel great know, or whatever. look like this or stuff. But yeah, you're definitely going to feel, everyone is going to feel just much better with more whole fresh mm. foods. Um, so I never had people saying like, oh, I tried the way you eat and felt horrible. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> and you um, you have an ebook as well. Yeah, I just launched it like two weeks ago. Oh, Three really? Weeks. Yeah. What's, I yeah. haven't, I haven't, um, I'm so sorry, I haven't read it. <laughs> no, I'm going to say it Is it recipes you. or is it your yeah, like, lifestyle? So it's basically my guide for everyone who wants to live a healthier life and doesn't know where to start. So all my tips, my story, um, covering all aspects like skin, sleep, um, balance in life, fitness and nutrition. Um, and then at the end, like lots of recipes. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. And what's the, um, like, what's your end goal with, with end goal. this? Yeah. Like, are you, cause <clears throat> I, I think you just yeah. hinted at something that maybe you don't want to tell us yet, which is quite exciting, but, um, yeah, I'd, I'm really keen to know what your end goal is. Cause obviously you've done the business studies, yeah. Yeah. but you've now got this social media presence, yeah. which is, and you do YouTube videos as well. And I'm keen, yeah, I'm keen to know what the end goal yeah. is. So I just want to um, grow more and build my own brand, um, have eventually own um, products, um, making this a whole lifestyle brand in a way. Yeah. So that's like my, that's my, that's my dream. Yeah. And just to be able to do what you enjoy doing as a career, basically. Um, as a career, yes. But also like being, building more my own brand. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like working with other companies, but also building Caroline's choice into a brand yeah. eventually. Can I ask you what the hardest thing was about going vegan? The hardest thing? Because mm. all we tend to hear on social media is how amazing veganism is and mm-hmm. how good it is for us. And I think it's fantastic. There's mm-hmm. a huge movement towards veganism. I mean, this is a Sea Press podcast mm-hmm. and Sea Press mm. is a plant-based yeah. cafe. Yeah. Um, I'm really in favor, but yeah, I think that it's a very, I think it's a very difficult lifestyle in the sense that it's so easy to get all of the nutrients Mm -hmm. that your body needs from like animal products, but it's much harder to find them in 
to, to, to get them to get, all in the right room. In London, and, we are quite lucky. Yeah. But I think more than that, a lot of people hesitant to to go down that road because of the um, criticism they receive from like friends, family. They're like scared to speak up and to yeah. do what they actually feel like what's good for them. Did you find that at all? Or? Yeah. Like when I was you young. Did. Yeah. When I was, because I started to get into, into this like a lot earlier. But I mean, it's always like a bit, um, yeah, it's a bit like scary, you know, to be the one person who's not drinking. I mean, I don't drink, so I'm used to that, but who, mm. who's like not eating at that place or who wants something different and people mm. don't want to have the attention and be that one person. So a lot of people do it out of group pressure as well, like just stick to, to, to or like eat unhealthy food with other people because they're eating that. Um, and then at some point, I mean, I was just... Um, yeah, more confident and kind of grew into my own character more. Yeah. If that makes sense. But so I was like, yeah, I didn't mind what other people would think <laughs> and just do my own thing. And then yeah. it really worked. And have you really found your tribe now? Would you say? Yeah. Like, and, yeah. and, and has that come via the community that you've built on social so media? Or, it has. Yeah. It's even like every, more, every year, it's like, um kind of getting better I would say mm. yeah how do you deal with the the kind of pressure of it all like the the fact that you've you've Does got to post and you've yeah. you've got to be you can't really let a day go by and not do an insta story or you know maybe you can let a day go yeah. by but do you know what I mean like I'm not gonna of... lie it's quite um it's quite time consuming and it's quite stressful sometimes mm. um and when I started this I didn't realize it would it would be that way. Yeah. It was more like, oh, I'm having so much fun doing yeah. this. It's, I feel so good. I want to share it with people. I want to inspire people. Um, and then now that there, I just think Instagram is so oversaturated and you have that pressure because there are like so many other bloggers, Instagrammers, people who are like doing this. So you need to keep up with it. Yeah. Which, um, I mean, how? I don't know if it's the best thing, but I just... Yeah, you just go with it. Just go with it. I, I mean, <laughs> to just, put, yeah, I was yeah. going to say to put it in perspective, how many hours would you say you spend on Instagram a day? It's kind of like the whole day because um, so you share your whole day on Instagram. And then yeah. um, when I'm like walking somewhere, I'm answering questions on my walk or when, yeah, I'm sometimes thinking like, OK, stop, you know, mm. breathe and actually look around you and don't look on your phone. Yeah. Um, but oh my God, I don't know how many hours, maybe just for Instagram. Yeah. Maybe four hours a day. Four hours. But I suppose. Just for Instagram. Yeah. To me, that's But then it's like, like emails and t creating content. And yeah. I mean, I, so just on the app during the day. But I mean, I, yeah, <laughs> I mean, to me, it sounds like a hell of a lot, but I suppose that is your job, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's, it's the way that you like. I don't know. It's, it's as long as it, as I'm gonna do it as long as it makes me happy and I'm yeah. having fun with it. I, I think, think that's really important. Once yeah. you lose the fun and it's like only yeah. pressure and work and stuff, it's not inspiring anymore. Yeah. And also, like I'm promoting a healthy, balanced lifestyle. It wouldn't make sense if I'm like stressed on my phone. No, and, you know, I would. Do you ever feel like you can't be? Like that you can't, is say if one day you wake up and you're, you're feeling a little bit of anxiety or you're really actually quite 
feeling low about something do you yeah. do you feel like you you can't put that on Instagram because you you need to just be this happy Caroline like loving life loving plant-based eating yeah you feel like that sometimes but yeah. I I would still post it you would yeah and if do I you would think wait- your followers probably like appreciate that in a way keeping it real yeah I think I don't know but a lot of my followers have always told me that um what they like the most about my account is that I'm very um like honest and natural and approachable and not fake or anything yeah so I would I would just you know say oh you would just say today yeah. I'm not I don't know feeling like doing this or doing this um and just need some time for myself yeah I think that's I think yeah you need to show it to people because they probably feel the same way sometimes mm. so why always be like perfect mm. do yeah. you do um this whole digital detox ever like do you are there times when I mean surely your fiance sometimes is like Caroline put your phone away like yes oh really he gets cross with you (laughs) yeah because you never show him Mm. at all yeah he doesn't want to be he wants to remain anonymous yeah I mean fair play like yeah totally but does he does he resent you spending so much time talking to all these people that he doesn't know but well he knows I'm like building my own um, platform and and um doing yeah but he yeah he doesn't like he thinks it's like too much time on the phone and stuff which I totally agree but then on the other hand I mean it's kind of the same if you have if you work somewhere and are on the computer or if you have your phone it's like so much more convenient to actually work from your phone yeah because you can do it from anywhere yeah um I think, I mean, yeah, I think it's good to find a balance for yeah. this as well. So if you were going to give the listeners like mm-hmm. something, like just one little thing that, or, you know, a few things that a they few. can take away just to introduce more of that type of lifestyle, what like, and, you know, not, not going completely cold turkey. Yeah. Funny turn of, 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 of phrase because <laughs> to do turkey. with me, but cold turkey. <laughs> um, um, what would you say? Like, what advice would you give? I, I would say, um, Okay, let's do a few important ones. Okay, because I know drop, eat more seriously. Like I know you're gonna love, but eat eat dates instead of sweets. Like get yeah. really good quality natural dates. So Have swap a out box. refined sugar for natural sugar. Yeah, big big game changer. Um, also, you don't have any mood swings. You um, have much better skin digestion all that. So have things like dates or dried figs um, for instead of sweets. Um, one other thing I would say. I know it's basic, but drink way more water, like Mm -hmm. drink three liters of water per day. Um, Then another thing would be do more exercise, but also like easy exercise, like take the bike to work instead of the tube or go for a walk when you call your mom instead of sitting at home being on the Mm -hmm. phone. Um, Or when you listen to a podcast, like right now, (laughs) go for a walk. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And um, basic things. That yeah. you, so it doesn't feel like a big thing. To and the do. more, yeah, the more you do these little things, the, yeah, the, find like work the bigger body, the steps. Bodies, exactly. Yeah. Do it with a friend together, um, cook together. And you're really yeah. big into exercise, aren't you? I'm, I'm not exercising like crazy, but I'm a very, I love to spend time outside, love to get fresh air. And I don't feel good if I don't move at all. So my days are really like, I mean, I don't work out every day, but if I don't work out, I go for a long walk. I never mm-hmm. take the tube or and then very rarely I take an Uber. Um, so, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. 
I'm the same. I I think spending time outdoors is so revitalizing. Yeah. You um you travel a hell of a lot, don't you? Mm. I mean, we touched on that earlier. Yeah. How do you how do you adapt your lifestyle when you're I mean, long haul flights like yeah. I remember I was I was flying <laughs> back from Australia and I was at the time I asked for the gluten-free meal. I'm not really sure why I did that, but I thought it might be healthier. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I have the gluten-free meal. Yeah. And then when the lunch was served, and this is like, you know, we're 18 hours into the flight or whatever. Um, lunch was served and everyone got given a sandwich and they gave me an apple. <laughs> and I was like, this is great, but I'm starving. And, exactly. and I was like, hey, have you got nothing else? Like, can you not give me anything else? I'm like, oh, no, sorry. That's the gluten-free option. <laughs> I was outraged. You know how much I love oh food. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how do you cope? It's a lot of meal preparation. Mm. Yeah. I'm very prepared. <laughs> all <laughs> your Tupperware boxes. Yeah. Like, Whenever I fly, I've got like all my food with me. I never rely on airplane food mm. because it's just never, it's never good. And it's also always very little. Um, and especially on the plane, I mean, you're quite like, you have nothing to do. So at Snacking least, is yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So can we talk a bit about your lifestyle? Because yeah. you're, um, you're quite into your sort of odd treatments. Is that fair <laughs> of me to say? I don't Are know. Are you talking about colonics? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> We're going to go there. So, so you go, you have colonics. Mm -hmm. You also go to something called cryo. Mm -hmm which is essentially getting very, very cold, mm -hmm. which I'm in favour of. I was swimming this morning in Hampstead Heath and the water was 14 degrees, which doesn't, yeah. doesn't sound that cold, but it's cold. Mm -hmm. So I'm really down for that. But um, And you also, I know I've seen you going for like lymphatic drainage massages mm -hmm. and all of these I'm like, like very, so into all these treatments. Yeah, yeah I'm very like into big, it. Uh, there's like one thing I love, it's like, being in the spa and having massages and stuff is like my weakness. A life I spend so much money on like these things. But it's like my exactly. What's my your treat. favorite like treatment? And like <clears throat> why, massages. Can you tell us sure. why you do them? I find massages are so relaxing, but also I get the really deep ones. Mm. Um I feel just so calm and happy and have like the best ideas doing a massage. It's I, just, had a I like zoom out and I'm in I'm in a different world and feel yeah so but if you have a deep because I had like a Swedish massage the other day and it was bloody painful it was not relaxing like it was actually yeah no the massage itself it's actually is horrible. not so relaxing but I find it so relaxing okay so you're just strange so. <laughs> <laughs> no but and like the woman was like how's the pressure and I don't know if it's like a British thing but I was yeah. like yeah it's but fine but usually that's so great because actually, usually dying. it's quite hard to find someone who's very strong so mm. I'm always like can you do a little stronger? <laughs> no, I was really sore the next day. I think I was bruised. Oh, well. It was intense. Maybe you're not, if you're not used to it. Yeah. It was almost like a Chinese medicine massage. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, those are amazing. They're the best. So I asked you earlier what your end game was. Mm -hmm. Oh, did, we didn't talk about colonics. Oh, <laughs> let's please rewind to that <clears throat> lovely subject. <laughs> so I think, you know, um, it's... It's very useful, especially for people who are new to this and who come from, who have very different eating habits. Because um, if you, yeah, if you have like, if you have a very unhealthy diet and then you come to this and you eat lots of fruit sugar and all that, it may not actually be beneficial for you. Um, so you need to like clean your system mm. first to, so your body can absorb all the nutri nutrients. Um, and um, yeah, so... Because, I mean, your whole immune system is based in your colon. Yeah. So your colon needs to be 
clean, functioning, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I hundred percent agree with that. I definitely do agree that a vast majority of people today have what we would call a toxic battle mm-hmm. um, because of bad eating habits, because of processed food, because of so many things, because of not enough fiber, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, additives, all of these things. Um, but yeah, I don't know about the whole, how do you feel about the the, the, back, the, the, the idea bacteria. that the, the good bacteria yeah. is also washed out? Mm. I think you need to think about it this way. Like, would you rather have a colon full of waste and and you know bad stuff mm. and not absorb any good nutrients so this means you could eat a very healthy diet but your body actually doesn't get everything you mm. you eat um or would you rather go for colonics a few times just like start um, from start and again just in take a, a really good probiotic um give your body back to good bacteria because it's so easy to take probiotics you and your body has after that everything it needs and have like on those days lots of um, alkalizing green juices and stuff. Um, so I would always, I would choose the second option. I mean, it's totally up to everyone, yeah. but I feel, even me, that I have such a healthy diet. I was going to say, do so it why do you do it if you're I, so healthy? And I feel like the benefits are incredible. You feel just so focused afterwards. You can concentrate much better. Um, and yeah, it's... It's, it's really incredible. Like, it's one thing I, I was scared to try first, and mm. I'm so happy I got into it. Yeah. You don't need to do it that often. Like, I don't have a routine or something. It's just like, if I feel like it, I go for it. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing I would say is that, as well, if anyone's listening to this thinking, are going to march off and have a clonic, just think about whether it's relevant to you and mm-hmm. if it's going to work for your body. And so. I always finish the podcast in the same way yeah. with three questions. Yeah. Um, the first one is, what is one thing in your life that you've done that you would actually do again if you could? You mean do again in a different way or because no, no, it was just, so fun, do it again? You can just do it again the same, but it could literally be anything. It could be an experience or uh, I would... Oh, you're right. Like maybe it was something that didn't go the way that you wanted it to go. Um, two things. Probably when I was 19, going to New York all by myself, like yeah. kind of. That sounds like it was a very negative experience for you. But it was also so positive in a way. Okay. Because I was like, I have never been there. I just booked my flight. I was 19 um, and I saved money doing school. So I was able to do that. I didn't know anyone, like literally no one. That's really brave. Yeah. And I was just thinking, okay, I really wanted to travel and to um, to do this. So, and I thought like this was really helping me to to grow quite quickly. Yeah. Um, and another second thing would be to study nutrition again. Mm. I would definitely do that again I think why, it was why wasn't it so eye-opening um because but, I mean you can still do that now you can just keep everyone we can all just be, keep learning all the time yeah yeah of course I mean yeah but if yeah I would I would do those two things just as I did it mm. again okay and yeah. what about um something that you could change like what's one thing that you could change if you could mm, in like my life or in general <laughs> In Either. general, Either. I would say make healthy food more accessible and um, less expensive. Right. Yeah, because it is 
it's as yeah. for some people it's like, it's not obtainable it's not attainable sorry no. to to buy organic vegetables or yeah. to buy really high welfare especially animal produce. yeah especially in the u.s um i feel like fresh produces are so expensive like an mm. apple sometimes costs two to three dollars wow um and actually when i moved to sydney a punnet of blueberries yeah was ten dollars yeah can you believe that can you, i was recently and that wasn't Miami even organic and, no and i bought a a, a pack a package of strawberries like a pound of strawberries for 8.99 and actually with your diet and you they pretty didn't much even look organic they were like so huge (laughs) you know I was gonna say with your diet you need to pick where you're gonna live based on how cheap the fruit and veg is because you (laughs) eat so much of it you'd be bankrupt yeah kind of I mean London then is not not ideal but I mean I what I quite like here is that we have so many small middle eastern shops Mm. which have like amazing mangoes and melons and things like that Mm. Um, and they always give me a discount if I buy like a big box of mangoes, for example. Oh, that's nice. But um, the four to six mangoes for breakfast, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, definitely make healthy food just more accessible. Because for families, I it's uh, for a lot of them, it's just not doable to yeah. buy. Yeah. And also like make people more educated. I was going to say, I think because vegetables, you know, you can, it is, it is cheap to buy, you know, Mm. a few carrots and some onions Mm. and whatever and make a big soup. Mm. But like you say, I think people don't know necessarily how to do that or Mm -hmm. what they should choose. Mm -hmm. And it does. How amazing would this be if like supermarkets just take that, um, take that role and educate people more? Like even on like carrot bag have like an easy two easy recipes and tell people hey this is really high in vitamin a and yeah in this and this and make it more appealing yeah do you think some people just don't care though because i think we we're really privileged in the sense that we live in in this little health bubble where yeah. we're both very concerned about health i mean you have your blog and your instagram and it's all to do with plant-based living you know, I work for a really healthy brand um, mm. and do all of the nutrition stuff as well. Yeah. But maybe some people just don't actually... Yeah. I, I find it hard to believe. And I, I, I struggle I with the idea though. that some people don't don't care no. about their health, but some yeah. um, some people don't. No. I think, though, the reason main reason is that they find it um, too difficult, too time-consuming to do all the shopping. Mm. It's just easier to, to sometimes have like frozen defrost yeah i mean who wants to chop loads of onions stop at a mcdonald's and things like that yeah just when they could just buy a burger yeah Yeah, so if we if it would be more accessible and i think it's changing it's changed it's it's already changing yeah um yeah people would and also my big motivation when i started was also to give basically veganism or a plant-based diet like a better image like Mm. i think it used to be so you would think of vegan people as like those weird people with like long hippies, hair, yeah, <laughs> tree hugging, like, tree really hugging hippies, eating like I don't know, only like beans and lentils, lentils. and why do weird lentils stuff? get such a bad rep? <laughs> I love a lentil. You know, I love lentil soup and stews, but yeah, we need to make it more like you know, glowing and fun and enjoyable and showing the happy side of it. Yeah. And that's definitely something that we get from your feed. It's glowing yeah. is the word that actually really okay. I associate <laughs> with you. Always suntanned, always sun kissed in some beautiful part of the world, <laughs> eating four to six mangoes. <laughs> 
Um, okay, and my final question. So, State of Mind mm-hmm. um, is the name of the podcast. <clears throat> and I always ask everyone, what does that mean to you? What does State of Mind mean to you? Um, it means like being at ease with myself, like being balanced and um, nourishing my body from the inside and being just loving myself and then from there like everything else follows but first um yeah love yourself so other people can love you and be um be aligned with yourself Mm -hmm. and also be very um I mean I'm very grateful and thankful for everything and also respect um other people's opinion a lot and don't want to be um yeah, I don't want to be preachy. I want to be more like an inspiration. And you yeah. can pick up little things, but you don't have to do what everything I do. Yeah. But if, if that makes sense. <laughs> to state of mind. <laughs> it but. makes sense to me. Thanks, Caroline. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode with Caroline. I really hope you found it interesting. And I certainly did. As ever, if you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, rate it and leave a little written review as the reviews are what helps to get the pod to rank in the iTunes charts and it literally takes seconds. I will love you forever. Also find me on Instagram at Grace Kingswell and send me a DM to let me know what you thought of the episode. I've had some lovely feedback so far and it's such a joy to read. I'll see you here again, same time, same place next week. Bye.